Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit Radio. Professionally Fit is dedicated to female entrepreneurs and executives who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. At Professionally Fit, we help you realize the direct correlation between your health and your career. Welcome to the show. I will be your host and Professionally Fit founder, Ms. Lisa A. Smith, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Ms. Get Fit with Jay. Hey guys. And today we are talking about power couples. We're going over the six characteristics of a true power couple to help you identify whether you are lacking or thriving in your closest relationships. But first, wait, what? Wait, what is our segment where Jay and I identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, what? Well, I was training a client who works at OnStar, okay. downtown Detroit, and um, OnStar has an office in the Renaissance, in the Renaissance building, or not, okay. now called the GM building in downtown Detroit. And she said, well, her and I were training, and she was doing some planks. And she's a beginner, so she was doing modified planks on her knees, right? Mm-hmm. And she was doing really well. She held it for about 30 seconds, and she's like, wow, this isn't so bad. And I'm like, Yeah. And she said, oh, you know, I can do these at work. And I was like, definitely. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. Um, my boss, she's like the big boss mm-hmm. in the OnStar office. She's like, every week he comes out his office in his suit. And everybody comes and walks over to his office and drops down in front of his office door and does, a, does planks. Wait, what? I was like, wait, back up. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, it's a weekly, like he posts it in the schedule. You pull up your schedule and on the schedule, it says planks. And wow. every, everybody knows. I was like, is this on a Friday when it's a dress down day? She's like, no, everybody's in suits. Women are in pumps and stockings. And everybody drops down in front of his office door and planks. That's what's up. That is so interesting because Tajma called me and she was like, I, give me a single, if you could only do one exercise. If you could only do one exercise, you can do another exercise, what would you do? And of course I said cardio. I would, I would have to do cardio. And she said, no, I'm not talking about cardio. If you want strength exercise, what would you do? Oh, that's an interesting question. And I said planks. Wow. Hands down planks. Because... With planks, you work everything. You work your legs. You work your arms. You work your abs. You work your back. You can do that exercise and and none other, and it will help so many things. True. I was like, yeah, hands down planks. And it's so interesting that he would have them do that, and they have no idea how much they're strengthening so many areas of their bodies by doing that. That's what's up. And And I instantly went to, they have no idea how much they're strengthening other areas of their life. Mm -hmm. Like... Because I'm sure it's a competition, especially probably amongst the men, right? So they get down there, and and I think she told me the boss has a set amount of time that we're going to hold this week. And I'm -hmm. I'm assuming it's progressive, right? Maybe he adds on a few seconds every week. So what I said to her, like, same thing you said, like, that is so dope. That is such an amazing exercise. But also, as a leader of a company, I was just thinking about how the strength it puts in you and how you're able to hold and push yourself. Right. Even through that uncomfortable period, you're training your mind to do that. Right. Because that's all mental. When you want to drop and come down, 
it's it's the story you're telling yourself in your head that keeps you up. And and not to mention the fact that on Friday, you don't know how you're going to feel Monday. You don't know how on Monday when on work Friday, you know you're going to do this. So Friday, I mean, Monday, you may be thinking like, okay, Friday, I got to do this. I feel great Monday. I feel great Tuesday. I feel great the rest of the week. But Friday may come and you may not be feeling up to it. Right. And then that that's the mental component too because you may not be in the best of moods or in the best of... Uh, you know, you may have went out the night before. Yeah. You may not be feeling good, but because he has implemented this thing, yes. you're still going to get up, push through. Yes. Because this is part of the regimen. This is part of the program for Friday. So he, the mental piece is definitely just as important. Strong. And I'm sure as a good leader, he, he knows that too. And it's amazing how we as leaders bring our values to whatever we do. Cause that's yeah. all I can think of. Like, he probably lives. He works out. Right. Or, or it might be a strategic move mm-hmm. as a leader, mm-hmm. you know, because you're building a community by doing that. Just one simple activity that you guys do as a yeah. u- unit for a couple of minutes and then everybody disperses and goes back to their own individual task. And even though everybody's individual department and task is meant, you know, to serve one big purpose in the company, you know how it is when it's yeah. different departments, right? But when you come together as a unit and do this, you know, drop down and do this plank, that is so dope. You know yeah, what I mean? And sure. I love, I love that she's like, no, women being, they, they heels planking. And I was like, oh, wow. Man. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So that was definitely my way. What? Like, get it all the way together. I love uh, unconventional leaders like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So this week, uh, so you, I'm good for and everyone knows that this is nothing new. If you, like, crack open the door just a little bit, I'm going to bust through it if you're talking about health and wellness. Like, <laughs> oh, you ain't got to do much. You ain't got to You just got to look like you want to hear something about it, and you got me. <laughs> I can be on my way out. And it's so funny because it was somebody at work who I, it's not necessarily that we dislike each other, but we don't have that great of a relationship. We okay. kind of, it's just kind of a high and by thing. Okay. And uh, she asked me something about an avocado. Is avocado protein? Man, you would have thought we was best friends. Oh, you want to have a conversation? You kicked <laughs> the door in? Oh, I kicked the door in. <laughs> Start explaining the the fats, the pro- the carbohydrates, and yeah. So, uh, it's someone I work with who I've been really, really intentionally, you know, trying to speak life into their health because they they have health issues and. I just, this is a really, really, really nice person and she's young and I got a lot of love for her and I just want her to be, you know, just do great things in life. She's going to be a teacher and she's just like, she's the type of person that everybody loves. Like mm-hmm. everybody loves this girl. She, she's just approachable, whether you're 70 years old, 50 or 20, mm-hmm. she treats everybody the same. So she's a really, really, uh, you know, and I said you, but she's extremely overweight, extremely Okay. And I was like hundreds of pounds overweight. Hundreds, you know, three, three, maybe three plus 300 plus pounds. And I was telling her how much her health matters in every aspect of her life. And I'm just, you know, I, I literally had a meeting on my, on my calendar to speak with her. Mm -hmm. Like, this is how serious it was to me. Like, we need to speak this day at this time. I need you to carve out some time so I can speak with you. Okay. And you know, I just poured like my heart and soul into this thing and then after that, I kind of left it alone because I don't want to be, even though I am a fitness bully, but I don't want to come off as obnoxious and I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. So I kind of like left it alone. Okay. Um, after a few months, 
maybe maybe about a few weeks, maybe like three or four. I mean, I'm sorry, seven to eight weeks, so like two months. I hadn't been saying anything. I haven't been saying what are you doing or monitoring food or anything. And so she came and talked to me uh, just casually about just anything, you know, because you know how people stop by and yeah. just talk about anything. And she casually, casually mentions she lost 16 pounds. Wait, what? Yes, yeah, six, 16 pounds. She was like, yeah, my weigh-in is in two weeks. I'm going to let you know how much more I lost. Wait. <laughs> what? And you hadn't had to talk for two weeks, two months, approximately. No, I had hadn't not. said nothing else to her. I had not. I mean, I harassed everyone about their right. <laughs> Let it be clear. I harassed everybody. But, you know, I didn't stay particularly on her head. Like, you know, I was right. going to pop. Like, why are you drinking that? But I hadn't said anything to her. So I just thought she kind of blew off our conversation and that she just went back to her old ways. And what my, the biggest way, what to me, though, was when she said, I, I just kept thinking about what you told me. Like, you cannot rely on motivation. You have to rely on you, dedication. You have to rely on the, the end goal that you set in mind. And, and she just started repeating things that I said. And I was really shocked at the power, the power that people have and that they don't use some people. Yes. That they don't use. Like, because I start feeling. Because talking about health and wellness, no lie, is a knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. When I see something, I'm just like, wow, you're gonna, so you're just going to drink that whole 16-ounce uh, you know, bottle of sugar, right? Right. I, I, it's not intentional. Sometimes I go, go back to my desk, and I'm like, you need to chill. Like, people don't come here for that. But then I realized when she told me that, like, you really, when you have something, you, you, you owe it to people mm-hmm. when you're passionate about something because you don't know whose life you're affecting. Yes. So, yeah, that was my way was. She definitely reminded me of the purpose that I'm here to serve. And, you know, I was, I was ecstatic. 16 like, pounds. Si- 16, but that's just the last weigh-in. So, and wow. then, of course, I couldn't leave it at that. I was like, you know. You definitely don't get too comfortable with um, losing weight this particular way. I was like, as your body adapts to your new lifestyle, you have to. It will, you yes. have to elevate. Absolutely. So yeah, that was def- that was a cool moment though. That's awesome, man! And it's so crazy. We didn't know why you were supposed to be at this job. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it's so crazy because you've done change so many people. A lot of people. At, yeah, at that job. You know what I mean? Like, they are healthier because you, and like I told you yesterday, um, Dan Gilbert owes you. An <laughs> office. An office with a view. With a view, yeah. Because, I mean, studies have shown, I, I even put this in my corporate proposal write-up, you know, when, you know, I, a proposal I have for corporations that have professionally fit come in and teach. I literally have statistics about how much more productive healthy employees are. It's just mm-hmm. a fact, right? Mm-hmm. When you're feeding your body right, when you get exercise, when you're not aching, when you're not in pain, yeah. you alleviate those medications, those doctor's appointments, you alleviate yep. those call-offs, you alleviate all of that. You work harder, you're stronger, you're more productive, your brain is sharper, right? Right. You can't help to be more but to be more productive yeah, at work. I, and I just got a testimony about that. So, yeah, it's definitely <clears throat> true. Definitely. Yeah, we need to give Dan. Anybody got Dan's phone number? Anybody. <laughs> anybody. Give us a call. Please. He owes us a couple dollars. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, if, if nothing more, just give me a, a, more, a comfortable seat. Leather. Leather. Uh, give me a, start with a seat that reclines. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily just move the office, but just... Give me a... And it wouldn't hurt if they up-leveled on the quality of tea they give y'all to. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, because t- Tazo, what is this, Tazo? Yeah. It's okay, but I would definitely prefer something a little, yeah, a little bit more... A little Harper and Sons or something. A little, you know, maybe a French variety. Who knows? 
We'll but, see. We'll see. I, I gotta. We just started a stair challenge, and it wasn't my idea. Okay. We left a, a meeting, and of course, my favorite thing. As soon as we, because our meetings aren't aren't on our floor. They could be anywhere. A room is available, so it can all be on the sixth floor. We're on the thirteenth, and of course. Me being me, uh-huh. who taking the steps? <laughs> Bullying everybody, who taking the steps? <laughs> right? So the last meeting, like uh, eight of us took the steps. And when we got up, uh, you know, I, of course, I got a high five, everybody to come out the door. And then somebody suggested a stair challenge, and we start doing that every week. So I'm going to see how that goes. But I'm not going to lead it. I'm going to just be a part of it. Okay. Because I don't want the pressure to be on. Good luck with that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah, so tell them to get y'all some Harney and Sons in there, and um, yeah, because you done changed the whole unit up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Shout out to what's her name? Monique. Shout out to Monique, down sixteen pounds just off of a pep talk. Off of a pep talk, right? And time, I think, right place. I don't think it was um just the pep talk. I think it was the like the g- genuine concern. Yeah. It, I mean. Like, you're my daughter right now. Like, <laughs> I really need this to happen. Yes, the real. life you save may be your own. Exactly. It, yeah, when somebody knows you're sincere, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, that That makes all the difference in the world. Like, you genuinely want to see me be great. Wow. <laughs> right. And they want to, you know, they want to make you proud. Right. We want to make people proud, right? That's how we release oxytocin, like, making our leaders or people that we feel are superior in a certain area. Mm-hmm. She probably couldn't wait to report to you. Obviously not, because yeah. I found out the casually. Like, what, 16 pounds? Wait a minute. Right. That's super dope. Man, speaking of, so I wanted to ask you, I've had, like, yesterday I was so drained mentally because I had to talk two clients off the ledge. They mm-hmm. had kind of got to a place where they were feeling really defeated. Mm-hmm. And both these clients were feeling like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can lose this weight, let alone maintain the weight loss. Um, One client, so they're slightly different. So client A, she's like, everything's been getting in the way. It feels like my job, my family, Mm -hmm. something's always coming up. We go on vacation, then we get back, everybody's sick. I can't seem to get to to the gym and work out consistently like I want to. Um, And then eating, you know, is hit or miss. And then I'm down, then I'm out, then it's work, and I can't. Be consistent and I've been at this thing for a year and I feel like I should be much further along. Right. Um, and then client B, she was down 10 pounds. Looked up this past week, she's up seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she said, I'm really, really nervous because I fail every time I try and lose weight. Okay. Every time I try and get healthy. And she said, I don't know if, you know, she didn't have the confidence to not only lose the weight, but to keep it off. Mm -hmm. So she had got to the point in her journey where she always fails. And so she has, she's been really high stress, not just Mm -hmm. at work, but about her confidence and her ability to do this thing. Right. And so I had a conversation with both of them about the whole weight loss process and the journey and how it's not a straight line and there's ebbs and flows. And then we stepped into mindset and the story you tell yourself about yourself really impacts your ability yeah. to, you know, be successful. So I want to get your take on it. Like what, what do you tell people who are like, uh, am I capable? Is this possible? Whether it be work, whether it be family or whether it be them getting in their own way. You know what I realized is that when it comes to health and wellness, 
You, you have to submerge yourself into the life. The reason why they're not successful probably is because there's not, not enough things around them that encourages them and that supports their lifestyle. Like, it's just you. Your husband is not supportive. Your kids are not supportive. Your job doesn't even have a gym or doesn't even give you a break. Like, you as an adult, you have to really realize this is my life. This is my journey. I have to create this thing. Just like I told you. I was like, I need to take this. I'm no longer going to let work. I'm no longer going to allow family. I'm no longer going to allow my social, my social life to get in the way of me getting my nursing degree. Right. I made the decision. It, it has to be a hardcore decision. Yeah. And now from this point on, if you stand in my way, then you, you, you're obviously not meant to be where you need to be in my life. Right. That means this may not be the job for me. Right. Maybe I don't need to hang out with you guys that much. So you have to really like intentionally create this space around you that supports the change. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do something different with this, with the same people in the same environment that you've always done it in. Mm. And it won't, and that, that don't really work. Right. I had to cut back on so many things. You know, I stopped going to, you know, bars as much. And I stopped, I even stopped kind of hanging out at night as much. Like when we hang out, it's kind of like in the daytime. Right. Because nighttime, it encourages more so until I got on track. Right. It, it, it encouraged and influenced too much bad eating. And it, remember when I first started, it was like, I felt like when I go out to eat, I'm supposed to eat uh, unhealthy. Like I can eat healthy at home. What am I going? I want something until I got into the mindset. So I had to cut back on going out at night. Right. I didn't know how to order at a bar and not order, you know, all these unhealthy things and not drink these drinks. That's going to make me not work out in the morning. You have to change. People think they just have to change their eating and they have to just change their diet. But no, you have to change a lot. You might even have to change your route to work. Do you pass that favorite that, that McDonald's that you always get that egg McMuffin? Or do you pass the gym? Or do, what, what? What? How did you set your life up to to support this new change? Yes, I agree. I think that's a really good good point. Um, tapping into your ecosystem and being cognizant of where the support is coming from and how you can align it with your goals. Yeah, because. It is very difficult to be a one-man show trying to make a major change like this. It definitely is. And, you know, you and I talked offline about trusting the process and not realizing that failure is part of the process. Right. Or perceived failure. Perceived failure, right. It's part of the process, right? Because it's hard for us sometimes to check in and acknowledge victories, especially if they're non-scale victories, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the thing I put a huge emphasis on at Professionally Fit is – Every week during coaching calls, what's some victories this week, right? Mm -hmm. It might not have been on the scale, but what did you do? Well, I did get through my water. Well, I did, you know, buy a fruit instead of those chips, but we don't acknowledge that. Right. All we say, but it's, but the scale didn't move. But the scale didn't move. But the scale didn't move, right? Mm -hmm. Um, or, or if it did, it went up, you Mm -hmm. know? Not acknowledging that can be from a multitude of things. Have you been weight training? That might be muscle. It might not be fat. It's a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so and and so people think the process is just a straight line and yeah, then down, sure. right? Yeah. But no, you're up, you're down. Yeah, for sure. And that and so yeah, the process is so it's not complicated. It's the thing. It's not. It's that, but that that mindset is so important. And like you said, that that ecosystem, your environment. The people, your uh, habits, your routines, your routes, all that makes a difference uh, yep. in your success. 
Okay, so some of you may not know how we come up with our topics, right? Most of our topics come from real life situation. Lisa may have had something that happened and she's like, we got to talk about this. Or we might be listening to a documentary or something. We just don't usually just kind of like shoot from the hip. It's usually something that inspired this thing, whether it's a real life person or something we may have heard. So this particular topic, I was speaking with someone and telling them about me going to counseling, Mm -hmm. um, seeing a therapist. And they were so intrigued. And they were like, well, um, you know, do you feel less depressed? Do you feel more happy? Do you feel this? Do you feel that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. They were like, well, do, what what, what um, answers do they give you? How do they? I said, they really don't give me answers. They just kind of like listen to me tell they ask certain questions. Well, how do you know they're helping you? And how do you know? Well, why do you keep going if you? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, you know, why they ask this particular? And they were like, really like, how did you leave? And how are you a better person once you left? And I really let them know. I was like, you know what? I've learned through health and wellness, through fitness, and through this health journey that I have to trust the process. I just believe that this is the right thing to do and that I have to continue to go. And at the end, maybe six months, a year from now, I'm going to look up and be like, wow, I haven't cried about this one thing in like five months. I haven't got angry about this thing. I trust the process. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why she's asking me this. Right. I'm I in the middle of it. I'm in, I'm in the middle of it, but I trust that I'm doing the right thing. I'm trusting that this is going to help me. I'm, I'm trusting it. And I don't have all the answers. I'm going, I'm seeking help right yes. now. Yes. But I believe in this process. I believe that it will help me. And therefore, I'm not going to continue questioning every every session. Right. Oh, let me what see. did I get out of this? Right. I don't feel different. I don't feel different. I don't look different. Yeah. Right. Why yeah. yeah, why would I sweat this hard for nothing? I'm sweating my hair out. Right. I'm staying up later to cook. I'm, you know, I'm turning down engagements to, to work out instead or to get more rest. Like, exactly. You trust it. To. Trust it. Because one thing you know for sure is that the old you is not an option. The old you got you nowhere. Flat out. That's one thing you know for sure. Second thing you know for sure is that all the things that you're implementing are all extremely healthy, positive practices right so why would you take them away yeah you know what i mean we know that exercising and eating right and changing your thinking and working on being psychologically fit and we know those are healthy practices Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so why would you take there there's no other option i'm gonna try something else what what is what is there i think the thing is is that once you can be uh, eating coney island every night drinking every night treating your body like crap for years, but it's like the moment you decide to get healthy, it becomes this race. It becomes, oh, maybe I need to take this fat pill or maybe I need to, I need to see results like instantaneously. And there's no patience. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it's a matter of trusting the process. I do believe that these, everyone believes that it, it, it will work, but it's a matter of having patience or the lack of patience. You know, now that I'm on this, on this track, I need to see results. I need, you know, I need right. to know I'm working hard for something because I think it's that lifestyle piece. This is not, this is not a diet. This is not a, a trend or a fad. This is your life now. Have you embraced and accepted that? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's the missing link. Accepting this as your new life. You do the, you, you, you let the old habits die. Mm-hmm. Your, your old ways die because they didn't get you to where you needed to be. And you've, You've adapted to this new life, this, but I don't think lifestyle, because how do people say diet, right? Yeah, they, right. You rarely hear lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. And even though people say that's what they want, mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't think in, on a deeper level, on a molecular level, cognitively, they haven't acknowledged that and embraced that. Right. Right. I can't remember the last time I stepped on the scale or even thought about what mm-hmm. my weight was. Mm-hmm. It's just working out and eating a certain way. It's just a part of who I am. It's just yeah. an extension of me um, and, and thinking a certain way. It's just an extension of who I am. Yeah. And, and so for it to become an extension of who you are, mm-hmm. you have to make it a consistent practice regardless of any results that you may be looking for in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It has to just become a consistent practice rolled into your regimen, rolled into your ecosystem. Something that you make time for so much that other people start making time for it for you. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I was just talking to someone who was having issues. They have a baby. They're like, I don't know, you know, they, I want to go to the gym, but, you know, my husband will leave and I, now I got to find a babysitter and I don't want to do. I'm like, you haven't made them respect it. You haven't made them respect you, that you, I mean, they wouldn't try to pull that when you want to go to work. Exactly. They know to be there when you want to go to work because right. you made that non-negotiable. When I, Oh, when I go to work, I better not be late. Right. You better be here. Right. And I'm leaving at this time. The gym has to be the same way. I told them, post post your gym schedule on the refrigerator. Yep. Don't just decide to wake up and think everybody's just going to be fall in line. Like, you got to be serious about it first. You have to respect it first. You have to make this a core value first before anybody else can value it. Yes. You got to do that. Yes. And and that and then like you said, non-negotiable. So, before we move on to power couples, I just have about three or four um characteristics characteristics to help you or tips, excuse me, to help you trust the process. Um and one Jay said, get a coach and take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. So for her, she got a therapist, right? That was for her mental health. She took it to the next level. How many things did you try on your own to feel better? A lot of things. And I'm not saying none of them work. Right, but you but went to the next level. I want someone more knowledgeable than me. Yeah, I went to the next level. Yeah, yeah. So get a coach. And whatever area it is, whether you need a financial coach, whether you need a career coach, a business coach, a health and wellness coach, go to the next level with this thing. If you've reached a point in your journey where you feel like, I don't know what's left to do. I don't know how to get to the next level. I don't know. I don't know how to be greater than what, you know, than what I've been able to do for myself thus far. Then get professional help. That's the most beneficial thing you can do for yourself, hands down. Um, trust in the process also includes checking in with your mindset and your psychological fitness. You know, one of my clients yesterday when she was talking about she failed so many times mm-hmm. and she was at that point where she felt like, I don't know if I can continue and I don't know if I could do it. Um, that's when it was time for us to check in with her mindset. And so mm-hmm. her assignment this week was all about um, affirmations and affirming to herself what her capabilities are and mm-hmm. that what she wants is and will happen. So check in with your mindset. Maybe it's not, okay, maybe I need to readjust my diet. Maybe I need to change up my workout or exercise regimen. Maybe it's your mind that's keeping you from getting you where you are. So how can you implement some type of, some type of psychological or health and wellness practice that's going to shift your mindset to let you know that greatness is within you and is possible because it's usually our belief systems that hinder us. Um, number three, join a mastermind or a community. Mm-hmm. Join a mastermind group whose sole focus is, is to help you implement changes and push you to the next level and keeps you accountable 
or a certain community where you guys meet on a regular basis, whether it be physically or virtually, and you're checking in. Like Jay said, create that crowd, create that ecosystem that will help you stay on track. That's also part of the process. Um, and finally, when you plateau, go harder. Usually when we plateau, we go in the opposite direction because we feel like, okay, oh, yeah. nothing I'm doing's working, mm -hmm. right? So if you plateau, go harder. Champs are, this is how, you know, the champions um, are separated from the average, right? When you're in the midst of that thing and you, you're feeling the most defeated, that's when you go the hardest. So bottom line, are you hungry enough for it? Yeah. Are you hungry enough for it? That's part of the process, being down and out and feeling like, You've plateaued, you haven't up-leveled in a minute, you haven't made more money in your business in a while, you haven't lost more weight, you haven't been able to get more financially stable. Whatever it is, your relationship has plateaued and you guys can't seem to get over a particular hump, that's when you go harder. That's mm -hmm. the best time to go harder. Yeah, definitely. You have nothing to lose, mm -hmm. right? So those are some tips to, you know, trust the process, guys. Believe me, no matter what goal you're trying to accomplish, it is imperative that you trust the process because there's going to be ebbs and flows, but it has to become non-negotiable. Okay, so we're going to relationship power couples. Are you ready? I am so ready. This is so dope. Listen, this what were we doing? Oh, last week when you graduated. Oh, yeah. So last week, my homegirl graduated, and it got me thinking. We were headed out to lunch to celebrate, uh -huh. and I was just like, wow. We were, you know, talking about being in school and, you know, some of the things that we've been able to accomplish just in the past couple of months, just, you know, like everybody in the squad. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, man. Yeah. We sure. a power couple. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we're not talking about power couples as in, you know, romantic relationships. We're talking about are you and your best, are you and your main girl main, or your main yeah. best friend, whether that be a male or a female, are you a power couple? Yeah. And I know people are going to say, well, my husband or my boyfriend is my best friend. We're not talking about that. Not today. No. This is not the episode. We're not talking about power couple as in you guys share a bank account and you guys share a home and got kids together and you're trying to build a business together. I'm saying, are you and your best friend a power couple? Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you some characteristics of a power couple. What's, your, what's the main, because you know what's cool about it? You don't know, you don't realize it when you're in it, but when you just step back and look at it, like, you know what? We might be sweet out here. Like, we might be doing a thing. Um, you know, so I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Like, one of the characteristics is, you know, support. And I, we're really, 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 really big on support. Like, yes. Whether it's together or whether it's apart. And mo most important is that reality check support. You know, um, letting someone know, like, don't be lazy or do this or don't do that. Like, what are you doing out here? Or texting them, like, we're going to hit the gym. You've been, you've been slacking lately. Or <laughs> you, you know, things like that. Like, support do doesn't just come with pom-pom. With, with yeah, let's talk about support for a second. So the first characteristic for a power couple, and again, this is power couple amongst 
friends or friends. you and your main squad, you know, a couple main people that you hang with. So we all have only about a handful of people that we're super close to, right. right? So this is not about romantic relationships, but are you and your bestie a power couple? And uh, so the first one is support. When we say support, just to be very clear, that's not about whether or not they buy your products or go to your events if you have, you know, something you're selling or if you have a business. Right. We don't believe in that type of support. I don't feel like you have to come to all of my events and buy yeah. my products to get support from you. I, that's not your obligation or your responsibility. Yeah. Because if you really think about it, if you say, let's say you have a t-shirt business, if every last person in your family and on your squad bought your t-shirts, great, you supported me. But let's keep it real. That's not going to keep your business afloat anyway. Don't rely on, you need the people that don't know you, the people that's relying on your marketing skills, the people that are relying on word of mouth to support you for your business to grow and stay afloat. You can't make grandma come and get your t-shirts. It's not, that's not, that's not realistic for a business. Right. And they don't owe you that. Maybe they don't even wear t-shirts. Right. Maybe your t-shirts aren't even quality. Maybe... You know, let's keep it real. Everyone right. thinks when people don't support them, it's because they, they, they're jealous or they're not supportive. Maybe you need to look and see why they aren't supporting you. Maybe they love T-shirts aren't buying your T-shirts. Why? Maybe it's not quality. Do You know what I'm saying? Right. So that, on the support aspect, it's like I don't look at it as you don't support. I, don't, I look at it, you don't support me when you don't give me good advice, when I call you for ideas I look at it at you know as support when you tell other people about me, share my posts, things like that. Mm -hmm. That's support to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. Um, like you said, you slacking off, you slacking off. You make sure you're right there to tell me, hey, you slacking off a little bit. You need to pick it up. You need to get back in the game here. That's support. Just overall, as a human being, do you make me better? Right? Am I greater because of you? Right. Not support as in how you spend your money and your time, per right. se. What's one of your characteristics? Okay. Characteristic number two is your strengths, her weaknesses, and her weaknesses, your strengths. Okay. You know, um, just like we were talking about earlier about how you don't plan trips. Like, you don't... <laughs> <laughs> itineraries is not your jam. No, no. Right? And so it's so funny and how you, you know, I can, I'm allowed to be mean and standoffish when I'm with you. Right. Cause you're the nicer. Right. Of us too. Right. And so if we go out somewhere, I know you're going to be the face of us. You're going to, you know, you might do the talking or whatever. Like I can rely on you to be kind and I can just sit <laughs> back and assess the situation right. and decide if I feel like messing with this person. Right, right. You can hit them with that ice that you, yeah, they, <laughs> look, I don't like their t-shirt. I'm not talking to them. Yeah, you they, go on they, here and they, engage. It's not my style. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and like you said, the trip thing, I, not just Lisa, but like my sisters and everybody, I, I rely on them to plan the trip out, get the trip price, tell me how much, tell me where we going. And especially you, because you got type A. You like, <laughs> at noon, this is where we're going to go. Right. By 12.15, we're going to be sitting down like, and yeah, so I get to lay back 
and I let you go ahead and, and do your thing and, and take then, the lead. And take yeah. the lead. Yeah. yeah. And that's just a perk of the relationship. Like I, I complete that part of you, right? right? Like you you feel comfortable doing that. It's just like with somebody who's a who's a great driver. Like I know I don't have to worry about anything. I'm just gonna sit in the passenger seat. Right. I don't have to worry about navigating. I don't have to worry about that's the same thing. You know, in a power couple relationship, your strengths are her weaknesses and her weaknesses are your strengths. Right. So I'm not big on, you know, posting a lot of videos on social media and you're on me. Like if you don't record some videos, if you don't yeah. do that, you're pushing me outside my comfort zone to do that. And that's what a power couple does. Like right. literally completes, you know, the other part of me and, 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 and your deficiencies. Right. That's totally true. And, and it's funny until you get comfortable with that, you feel taken for granted. You feel in certain areas, like for instance, being a good driver. Or like you say, I remember you used to get mad like, Jay, I ain't planning this whole trip. And eventually you plan the whole trip. <laughs> ain't that bottom. But <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm good with winging it. It ain't never <laughs> right. nothing. And, that, and you know what? That's what really makes you mad because you, you trying to put your foot down. Like, you know what? I'm not planning another vacation for us. I'm going to force her to do something this time. And you just look a cup and ain't got a room. You get there, <laughs> you know, you get there. And you just don't have nowhere to stay because <laughs> hey, listen. she is who she is. Listen. And so, you know, you're right. That's a very good point, though. You may in the moment feel taken for granted, but take a moment to think about in what areas do she, does she pick up the slack when right. you're able to relax because that's just her area of either expertise or preference or strength. Um, and that's exactly what a power couple does, right? right? It, it's going to be reciprocated just in another area. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, um, one of mine is your your passions are their passions, and your and your. <laughs> she, I just feel something. She's cracking up. <laughs> go, go. <laughs> your passions are their passions, and <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna come back. You go. <laughs> so the next one is. The next one is um, make sure you grow together. Okay. You make sure you grow together because it is so important. So a characteristic is planning together. You know, um, I think the biggest thing that hold a lot of people back is not setting any type of goals or, and I'm not just saying as far as career, like have you noticed like when you go on vacation or go out of the country together, you learn different things. Like, I don't think to be um, a power couple, you have to go out the country and you have to always vacation. But you being stagnant is one of the things that you can't, I don't think you can be powerful and stagnant at the same time. So you should always be planning something bigger, planning something better, doing something that's going to elevate you to the next level. And so, you know, like how we're always planning something. Oh, the next fit mob mm -hmm. or... Uh, we're going to do this vacation or we're going to go to this event or uh, let's go see this documentary or it's always planning something, always planning something. We even talked in a, a couple of podcasts back, episodes back about what are you most excited for right now? We just rattled off a bunch of things like we're excited about this. I'm graduating on this day. You're going to this class and then we we get together and we have this big dinner for this and we do all these things to keep. First of all, that energy up, that energy up for greatness, because you should be celebrated. I don't care what anyone says. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of th a new meme or a new thing going around social media is like, 
um, do it in the dark and, and clap and, and don't have people clap for you. Just do what you. And I don't. I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. I feel like the people around you uh, plan plan greatness. And 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 on top of that, plan to celebrate for that uh, for that greatness. It's what do you o- think? Yeah, it's okay to publicly celebrate your wins. Yeah, it, that rolls right into what my next one was. Was you guys grow together? Yeah. So same thing, right? You're you're we're literally planning to be great on this date. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Like this is going to be when it all comes to fruition. Um, you definitely grow together. One of the best things I heard just this week, which I thought was so dope. In regards to relationships and even power couples is, it's easy to outgrow somebody. Very. It's easy to outgrow somebody, but it's it's challenging to teach somebody, coach somebody, and up-level them and bring them with you. Yeah. Like a lot of, you know, I've even been guilty of this, you know, in, in, in your relationships. And whether it be a relationship with a friend or a spouse saying, Man, I, I've done this. I've done this. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I've gone to the. I've gone to the next level so many times, and you either coming with me or getting left behind. Right. Right. Like, mm-hmm. how many times have you had that mentality about something? Yeah. You know, whether it be about friends or not. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's just like what you said was trending about you know work in the dark and let them see you you know, and let them see you later. The same thing is trending with um. Everybody can't go to the next level with you. And everybody, you know, new levels, new devils. And everybody is not ready. You can't take everybody with you. Which is partly true. But at the same time, did you even try? Yeah, I had to get on my niece about that. Because she was doing better in her business, Sue Suarez. And she made a post talking about God knew something big on the horizon. Basically throwing shade, um, saying something like, um, you know, leaving... The small-minded people, but and I and I had to check her. I was like, "You never, you never ever want to to ridicule, or you never want to make someone feel small when you're going to the next level. You never want to do that. You want those people to support you, whether it's financially, whether it's like sharing your business, whether it's you know because people get so, and you should be proud of yourself." But you get this this big headedness about yourself, and that and so I think a part of being a power couple is that you remember, like, hey, now what are your goals going to be, or how what are you going to do, and how and and let me support you too as I grow, as I um, grow, you know, because everyone doesn't have that that same platform or that same mentality to be like, okay, this is where how I'm going up level. Sometimes it takes for you to be like, okay. Now, what you going to do? I mean, take, for instance, for you for school example, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, when you was like, okay, I'm going to pre-med. And I'm like, okay, you ain't going to be pre-med. And I'm just, <laughs> oh, I'm going to school. Like, we got to stay. I'm not, you're not leaving me too far behind. So, right. you know. That's, that was my point, too, because we're quick to leave people behind and say, I'm going to go find somebody on my level. I'm going to go meet new friends, which is important, right? But they should want to up-up level. And they must be coachable. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they give you that green light or show you that, you like, boom, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's not all. It's not always about leaving somebody behind and going to find somebody who is where you want to be. It's, it's imperative. But when people show you that they're interested in taking it to the le- next level, whatever they didn't have, you give them some of that, right? Your strengths is their weaknesses. Their weaknesses is your strength. And make them feel confident and believing that, they're capable of that as well. And so you grow together as a power couple, mm-hmm. right? And now, what, 
three out of four or five of us are in, back in school. Right. All in our 30s and 40s. Um, because so one person was like, boom, this is what happened. And the whole squad was like, boom, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, when one of us decided to be vegan amongst me, you and Tiff, boom. This, oh, we, we plant-based now? <laughs> boom. This, was, was, this is what yeah. we're doing. Right? And so that's what power couples do. You know, they make you realize that there's something more than what you are already doing or what you're used to. And kind of gives you permission to be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can you can decide to be a nurse and when you're 40-something, you can decide to be a doctor when you're 30, way past the average age. Yeah. Yes. Why, yes, you can. Yeah, but it's also, un- we talk about unlearning a lot. You have to unlearning that copying someone is not a bad thing. Like, um, one of the things that in our community we talk about is, you know, be yourself and, don't follow the crowd and don't sometimes you need to follow somebody. Maybe that's why you you haven't succeeded. <laughs> Find somebody that because somebody did it before you. And it, and it doesn't matter if it's somebody that's close to you. Like you became a certified trainer. We were you know working out and even though I was working out on my own and training on my own, I'm like, "Oh, I did I can get certified. Okay. Right. And it made me a better person. Right. So matter of fact, I'm going to go as far as to say, if you don't have someone in your life that you can't directly implement some of the things that's in their life to make you a better person, you might need to find some more friends. Yes. Real talk. Yes. So true. So true. Like, show me what you did. Why am I doing double work? Mm-hmm. Why, why do I need to start from scratch? And you done clearly done this. Mm-hmm. Tell me where to go. Tell me where to start. And that's okay. Realize that, you know, I think there's also a fine line too with regard to um, she's copying me. You know, he's copying me. They Oh, yeah, because be- you had that issue with um, someone saying that you were copying them. Yeah, right. And, and you were like, I was paying homage to you for helping me see what direction I needed to go at that time. Right. Like, and yeah. showed appreciation, like, verbally. Like, I didn't even know it was an issue, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, we could have been great. With the, you know, those memes, like, this could be us. Uh, right. But you want to be <laughs> keeping all the secrets to yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, so it, it, it's imperative that as a power couple, you realize, because you, you look up, you know, a couple months from now, a year from now, and, like, my, wow, neither one of us are in the same place that we were before. So did you grow together? Mm-hmm. Did you grow together and do you plan together? I right. think that's a great one as well. Um, seize your potential and areas of opportunity. Both. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, a power couple in each other, you see each other's potential. Like, like no, you you can do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you just articulated to me this week something. You was like, oh, I realize I'm not good at that. And I read you your rights. Like, 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 um, excuse me, (laughs) excuse me, you know, so, you know, does your better half, you know, in this relationship, whatever that may be, see your potential and see areas of opportunity where you can expand on and where you can be great. Right. Um, one of the things that's very, very, very extremely important to me is, um, one of the characteristics is respecting Things that you that you aren't passionate about. For instance, you know I you have I have kids mm-hmm. and you don't, mm-hmm. and you one hundred percent respect the fact that I'm 
a hands-on mother in that I I, ha- I do things with my kids and I do things with my family. You'll even be like, okay, what's a good time this weekend? Because I know you got to go somewhere with your kid. I know you got to mm-hmm. do this. And, um, or for instance, like I don't go to church. Mm-hmm. And Tiff does. Mm-hmm. And I 100% respect that. Like, okay, we're going to have to plan this after church. Like, a lot of people, if they don't, if it's not a part of their core value or if it's not a part of something that they're passionate about or that they do, it's like, I, I'm i going to try to downplay it in your life. Yes. That's another, and that goes back to support. Mm-hmm. Support ain't always a shared core value. Right. But it's a 100% respect. Right. For your core values. Respect, yeah, you. that's the better way to word it. Yeah. Respecting my core values. I listen to a lot of uh, documentaries. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of motivational speakers. And I was around this particular person that started clowning one of the um, people I was listening to. Like, why are you listening to this person? You don't even know if they have their life together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't. It's just like a pastor. I don't know if they have their life. And it, the, the message that they are giving me is for me. It's not for me to, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that they're imperfect because they're human. I'm going to go ahead and assume they have problems because they're human. But they got the message and they got the gift to deliver it to impact people's lives. Yes. So I'm taking the message, but this person, every time they would hear me listen to this thing, they would kind of, and it made me uncomfortable. So every time they would come around, I would kind of like turn it off my screen or not, you know, listen to it or wait till the, I'm not around them. And that's not what power couples do. No. Just because, um, or for instance, you don't wear makeup and your friend does not feel comfortable without makeup. Y- your job is not to say, why you always got to wear makeup? It's not that serious. Wear your natural. Let her feel powerful and stand in what she feels powerful in, in, how she, in what she does. Yes. In, in, in reverse. Your job is to be like, girl, I'm at Macy's and I know you love the Chanel line. Yeah. And it's exactly. on sale. <laughs> yeah. I have to start, start doing that too. I used to talk about, like, why don't people wear their natural hair? Why don't people stop wearing... I, I care. All I care that's 100% inorganic is you. I don't care if your hair is not real. I don't care if you, all you wear is makeup. I don't care. Like, you have to be 100% real. You have to be organic. And that's all that matters. And I, yeah, like you said, I know somebody who's having a, uh, <laughs> these lace fronts. Right. looking real natural now. Right. Why, yeah. why I'm afroed out. Yeah, right. why I'm afroed that's out. That's a power couple. Like, you're not going to come for her. Nobody is going to come for yeah. her. You know what I mean? Like, I got her back, and I'm going to make her feel comfortable yeah. in what it is she does. Just like when I call you, like, hey, they got kids yoga at such and such. Right. Like that's that's a hundred percent. You respect each other core values so much so that you even keep your eyes open for something that's complete. I don't care about kids yoga. You know what I mean? I don't care. But as soon as I go to a class or a venue that has it, I'm texting you like Jay. Oh yeah, just like you text me about that kids entrepreneurial thing. Yes. Um, and we went. Yeah. And we had a real oh an exceptional time. Yeah. Uh, my my daughter who's a little shy, she got a chance to go up in front of the room and do her. She did a. Um, I'm not gonna say an exhibit, but what do you call that when you a perform? presentation? A presentation in front of the room, and it was really cool. So yeah, definitely. Like you don't have to. That don't have to be your thing. But if that's your best friend's thing, and if that's something that they're into, then that should be something you should be into for them. Just by default. By by default. And, right. and, and if it's and if it's a good relationship, it'll be so effortless. Mm-hmm. It'll just become effortless. Like let me let Bay know. Right. This is how either her or her family can elevate. Mm-hmm. You know. And sure. so definitely, a power couple is just an extension of that. Um, I think one more before we get to the main one that I want to talk about. Um. I think it's um, advocate for each other is the next one. 
advocate yeah. for each other and unconditional love and like. Okay. Yeah. Unconditional love and like is a really, really big one. Okay. Because, you know, a power couple doesn't mean that the other person have things that don't irritate the mess out of you. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so being able to even in those moments know that this is bad. Like, mm-hmm. this is the best, you know, this is one of the closest, one of the best relationships I have. Because we talked before about, um, <laughs> we, I think we disagreed on one, the definition of unconditional love meant. Yeah, we definitely did. <laughs> we definitely did. Because um, my definition of unconditional love is not most people's definition. What's your definition of unconditional love? Unconditional love, to me, is just what it is. That means it has no condition and... No, we didn't. We didn't disagree on what unconditional love was, but let me just okay. Let me just share with my thing about okay. Okay, being I think I love. remember. We talked about I have whether conditions or not. on on my marriage. I have conditions. Got on it. That's my we, kids. I have condition on every single relationship in my life. Right. There is no one. I, I love you unconditional, but my relationship with everyone is conditional. Everyone has conditions to be in my life. There's not one single person walking this earth that does not have a condition to be in my life. And when people say unconditional love, I'm like, do you mean you really, really love them and they can do a lot of things and you wouldn't leave them? Or do you really mean you have no conditions? So by your definition, unconditional love doesn't exist because there's something in you my can life, do. No, there, there's some people who really have unconditional love, like they, some, they can get shot, stabbed, go to prison, beat them, whatever, and they really just love them and stay in a relationship. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, like, no matter what my kid do, I know he done yeah. murdered 10 people on the block. Nah, That's my son. I'm going to defend him. I'm turning you in. Yeah. Like, I, I, my love is unconditional, but my relationship with you is, is, is it has its condition. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we, yeah, I, I agree. Um, <laughs> and so your relationship in your power couple, um, when I say unconditional, I'm not talking about a big, you break some type of moral code or ethical code. I'm talking about small things. Like you can never find your keys when it's time to go. Oh, okay. You want to bring it? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, you know, that like knowing, knowing you, like knowing the other person, like she going to be this, she going to be, she ain't going to be this. She going to be like, she ain't going to be into this. Like, just knowing that person, and regardless of whether or not it's something you would absolutely do or something you absolutely wouldn't do, mm-hmm. like, the very next second, I defend you if I have to. Right. Type of unconditional love. But okay, yeah, of yeah. course, on a moral code or ethical code. Not or, and of course, for everybody. Some people stay in relationships, and I'm just like, how? Like, how did you manage to overlook and forgive that? You know? <laughs> Some some people are really un, they they really are unconditional and that really I don't find it admirable to be honest. No, I don't either. And have you ever been deceived on that level? What do you mean, like like something so big where it's like it's over you out of my life? Oh yeah. And and what's great about that is that it brought me to the place that I am. And like I've I've never shut a door without a better one opening for me. Mm-hmm. And that fear keeps people like who gonna love me? Who gonna be with me? Some, somebody better. Right, right, right. Probably. Feng shui. You got to make room. You got to get rid of that to make room for the new to enter. But, yeah, we hold on to stuff. Um, Unconditional love just might be disguised as just, like, low uh, either esteem or self-love or self-respect, really. But that depends on 
what what values and how you've been brought up because like that post said your your auntie giving you the wrong sunday message in church stay with your abuser <laughs> like it depends on who's giving you that information where where what have you been fed from like what type of person brought you up and what were their mm-hmm. values i mean they can go really deep yeah you know i was personally brought up by someone who left who packed us up and left clear account across the country with four kids. Mm-hmm. And so that that seed got planted like, "Oh, you can you can you can leave and be great." So like I I have a different childhood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, yeah, but I definitely believe in um I'll I'll call it superior love. I'm going to rename it. Can I do that? No, absolutely not. I can't. What the is superior love? <laughs> why why you calm down? <laughs> What? What is superior love? It's like love? a scaled back version, like a watered down version of unconditional love. Moving on. Last characteristic. <laughs> Write it down, take it with you if you want. That That's completely Jay's. Superior love. That means I love the mess out of you. You can make mistakes because I know you're human. Um, I'm, I don't I don't hold you to like, like you're some type of robot that's going to do everything wrong. I mean, everything right. But you are going to respect me. You are going to cherish me. You're not going to abuse me. And if if you do, that is grounds for me to leave you. Superior love. Superior superior love. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. Of course. Of course it is. Okay. Yeah, y'all can use it freely whenever you want. That, that's a freebie. Take that. You will not get a bill in the mail. Okay. You. The final characteristic of a power couple. This one is key. All right. This one is key. Go on. Key. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. You're more powerful together than you are apart. Okay. I can deal with that. Can we clean? Can we clean our tea tea glasses? (laughs) Boom. (laughs) You're more powerful together than you are apart. I love it. Super important to realize. Like, because, you know, at this point, you might be thinking, dang. Are me and so-and-so a power couple? Is yeah. me, and, me and Keisha a power couple? Is me yeah. and T a power couple? You know, thinking about your friendships and stuff. But ask yourself this one question. Like, without her, you know, would your value mm-hmm. decrease a little bit? Yeah, that makes me think of Lovie. That really makes me think of Lovie because together, our sense of humor is... It is unto- it's untoppable. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. no Like, the things we let... La- I, I don't have to explain nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't have to... to Oh, what's that? What's that? Like, our, we even used to make people afraid to be around. Like, because we would laugh you under the table. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we would laugh. If, if it was me and Lovie and Nick together... Uh-huh. You did not stand a chance, not because we hurt your feelings in the sense of like dogging you out, but because we would laugh you into submission. (laughs) (laughs) And even to this day, we laugh so easily together. Like, so even when I call her mad about something. And she she started laughing. And I see it from a like, oh, that might have been fun. okay. Right. I'm too mad. I'm right. Too mad right now. <laughs> Should I calm down? Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, definitely. Like together, our like my sense of humor is definitely elevated. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, it makes me think about too when you and I call each other for something. Like, okay, tell me if I'm wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Tell me if I'm looking at this completely wrong. Or we don't even call for a tell me if I'm wrong. We just call and tell a story and be like 
yeah, you didn't nail that one. That yeah. one, <laughs> that wasn't yeah. dope. You know what I mean? So, you know, and, and I, and I see that from a different angle and I adjust where necessary and I pivot if, if necessary, like we're more powerful together than we are apart. Even in the gym, you know, how oh, person, even no in matter, the gym. there's very few times we went to the gym and we both been on that same beast mode level. One person always is like, can we keep this short today? And, right. and the other person is like, I'm ready to tear the roof off. Right. Like, huh, I'm lifting what? everything and everybody up. <laughs> right. I might everything. lift you. Right. You in my way. And then, and then it always turns into a boss workout every time. Every single time. Oh, yeah. we lift. Oh, oh, you said we're going to do five more pull-ups before we leave. Okay. Like in the in the locker room. Let's just go back out and hit a few more. <laughs> right. And that's a perfect example of we're stronger together than we are as individual units. Right. You know, that's a key component to being a power couple. So in your relationships, like take a serious inner look and say is this does this person literally make me a better version of me Mm -hmm. you know that's really important like power couples are cool and your relationship and your romantic relationship everybody wants and desires a spouse right where you guys are growing together you're building together but look at your friendships Mm -hmm. your friendships should be power couples as well like don't let them off the hook right don't hold them to high standards Friendship should not be based on loyalty, time, and service. It should be based on, am I better with you than I am without you? <laughs> One thing, I'm going to go ahead and tell on you. So, Damn. when Lisa decided she was going back to school. Look she- at that. We don't reach the hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a little time. Okay. When Lisa decided she was going back to school. I was nervous. I'm like, I ain't got time for her to now try to reinvent me too. Like, I, I'm like, what, what I got to do now? You remember I asked you? I'm like, what? I'm like, I, I'm still be leaving my keys place. I'm like, don't. And then you, then you hit me with, oh, I got a list for you. <laughs> I, I, I got a list for you. You remember saying that? Yes, I do. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you gonna definitely have to up level a few things. If I'm about to up level a few things, then yeah, I got the list for you. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> And that's so crazy. And, you know, it's really key when the person realizes it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. She what I got to change. Right. Well, what, what I got, I got to, to get change, better at. Right. To maintain this relationship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Man. So are you and your best mate, are you guys a power couple? If not, you know, take a closer look on not how you can go find somebody on your level, but are they willing or are you willing? Maybe you're the weakest link. You know, are you willing, you know, to take it to that next level and be completely honest with yourself and address the man in the mirror? Like, how can I be better? Am I adding value? Value. Mm -hmm. Word of the week. Am I adding value in every relationship that I am in? Because that is key. That's how you make, you know, your presence, like, absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, we may or may not invite so-and-so. We may, but you know that person that got to come to the party, right? right. They're going to add so much dopeness to the whole environment just from being in that space, mm-hmm. right? Don't be a person that's questionable. Like, we know Lisa needs to be there. We know Jay needs to be there because right. it's not... A proper function yeah, without we them. We were talking recently. We're always talking. We talk too much. Maybe, <laughs> First maybe of all, we talk too much <laughs> about someone we were friends with before, and we were like, 
mm, I don't remember what value they brought. Yeah. Like, I ain't trying to my horn, but I know when I'm gone, I will, I mean, like, if we weren't friends with certain people, they will miss this that about me, that about me, this part. But we were like, I don't, I don't remember why I mean, she was necessary. The, they filled the space in the room, but. Yeah, yeah, like, and that's crazy to look back on somebody like, I don't miss her laugh, I don't miss her sense of humor, I don't miss her, you know, how much knowledge she used to drop in gyms. I don't miss, yeah. I don't miss her family. Like, like, why did we yeah. keep, you know what I mean? So because definitely wasn't a power couple. So, we, were, we weren't self-assessing back then. If we self-assessed right. now, we'd be like, oh yeah. Right, true, true. We were not, <laughs> we were not in a place of self-assessment. So, you know, power, power coupleship is so important because we make it, right? Making a superior love superior and, lo- and power, power coupleship. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. You're, you're, you're perfectly, yeah. Look that up in a uh, podcast glossary. You will not receive a bill. <laughs> Shout out to freebies. Who are the podcasts giving out freebies like that? Oh, just us, I believe. I, I think you're right. Are you ready to bridge the gap? Let's bridge the gap for him, Jay, really quickly. So, bridging the gap is our segment where Jay and I identify the direct correlation between between today's topic and your business and or company as an entrepreneur and or as a professional in a nine to five. Power couples on the job. Man, I could talk an hour about this one, but it's not. What the thing about it is, you got to use the power for good. <gasps> you got to use the power. Cue the gasp. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't even think about how power couples could be destructive. I realized this just the other day. How Alex and I are the 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 power like couple in the office. Yeah, like okay control kind of like the mood control the the whole thing yes they know yes and, and it's and it's made it's mainly because we both are kind of strong in our opinions and we don't we may think like everybody else yes and we may but neither one of us are shy to say it out loud mm-hmm. and and that's very few people most people i ain't gonna say that that's rude or most people have a filter most people but not in necessarily a bad way people have filters when they should be speaking something out loud in a good way, like complimenting people mm-hmm. or um, telling somebody how great they are or, you know, or I don't like this. Like, I'm unfiltered in both directions and, show, that's, and that's so is she. awesome. Some people filter even the good stuff. It's just like a, a, a Brita or pure water bottle. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, water pitcher. Right. It filters the bad, but it also, t- well, your water is just nothing. Right. It takes out the good, too. Yeah. Good point. Carry yeah. on. Yeah. So, so yeah, a power couple definitely can be used because I, I know how I just, re, I mean, this is just the other day, just realized how the, the environment, the air can change if the power couple decides, oh, we're going to act like little, you know, today. <laughs> we, you know, <laughs> because people come to rely on whatever it is you bring to the table. So if you come in all vibrant all the time and you come in, what up, what up, what up? Or you come in, you know, on that. And then today we decide, you know, we ain't in that type of mood. We, as a unit. As a <laughs> unit. Because you, you kind of feed off people sometimes. Yes. You kind of feed off and people sometimes. And that can sometimes. change the whole dynamic of the office. Yeah, it definitely can. It yeah. definitely can. So power couples. If you are in a power couple relationship in your office and you're nine to five, use it for good. Yeah, we because <laughs> everybody got that best bay that they tag team with. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that either. Yeah, you going to the meeting? No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I 
ain't going. They said it's a holiday week, no call-offs. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For sure. Like, I'm going to give an example. I'm going to give an example. Dirty. Of no chill. So, I already had a vacation plan to go to California. And uh, Alex was already planning to go to D.C. And we received an email. Like, uh, there are no... We hadn't yet informed the company, though. Yes. We had these plans, but we hadn't informed the company. And so... We get this email saying, hey, this particular week, you, no one can call off. Everyone must be in the office. This is spirit week, and we need everyone here. And so since I had already bought my tickets, I'm like, oh, it does not apply to me. And so, you know, she was like, but this is the week I was going to D.C. Me, being me, oh, and that's, I said, it's an even better week for you to go because you know everybody else going to be here. <laughs> pushed her to greatness. I pushed her to greatness. <laughs> you will not pass up a vacation. They're going to have spare week next year. But what that does is make somebody else probably realize like, oh, they can say we got to be here, but we really don't. <laughs> right. You know You're saying? the master of your fate. You are the master of your fate. Yeah, so power couples push people <laughs> in, in either direction. In either directions on, on the job, you know, in the power couple and the entrepreneurship. Before you get into business with someone um, you know, especially if you're going to co-own the business together or if you get into some type of partnership or hand over some percentage of the company to somebody, you know, are you guys a power couple, couple in that your vision for the company is the same, your vision for your community, i.e. your mission is very similar? Like, how are you guys great? How do you not only elevate this company but elevate your mission together? There are so many instances of people starting businesses together based on the completely wrong reasons, right? right. I knew you for a long time. We both want to be entrepreneurs, right? Without really researching exactly what all that entails, mm -hmm. who should be responsible for what, delegating tasks and responsibilities. Um, and if you are not a power couple in your co-ownership with this company, the company goes down really fast your and your bottom line suffers tremendously. So, and is this a person that I can function with in business? And us read like, are we bouncing ideas off each other? Are we implementing? You know, is she going to this networking event? I'm going to this networking event over here, and then we're meeting in the middle. You know, and comparing notes and bringing back resources that we could implement. You know, a power couple in a business can be fierce. Mm -hmm. It can be killer. You know, I recently thought about on so many levels, like how I can get somebody to be a better half in the company, like really, really uh, absorb a lot of the things um, that I'm trying to do and help me with them. Like, I, I, you know, I'm getting to the point now that the company is about to be two years old and about a month where I'm thinking like, okay, taking it to the next level and thinking about building a serious team with somebody who's, you know, just like me, like this is what they do. They coach, they, you know, they're mm -hmm. interested in health and wellness and maybe they'll be more on the administrative side or maybe they'll be more on the marketing side or the business side. But because I know exactly what our weaknesses and our weak points are at professionally fit. And so I'm like in the market for mm -hmm. our better half to create a power couple and, and I, and I can see the vision, right? And so it's almost better to go sometimes start at it alone and, you know, really learn your own culture and then be able to articulate right. that to somebody else. 
Um, and then some people just come up with great ideas together and grow from the start. But having a power being so in your business, you know, somebody that you're working with, somebody that you're sharing the stage with, that you're promoting with, or they may be invisible. You're the face of the company, but they're on the back end killing the game, you know, with all your other things that really makes a business pop, your copy, your social media, your marketing, your everything, right? But you're on the front end. That's a power couple. Mm -hmm. Again, your strengths are their weaknesses. Their weaknesses are your strengths. So, or are they stressing you out more than anything? She said she was going to do this. She didn't do it. Now I have to do it. You know, that type of thing adds, adds more stress and pressure to keep going. And you kind of lose your passion for whatever your core business is when you feel like you have to micromanage your other half in business. Mm -hmm. So be very cognizant of who you start businesses, start companies, start nonprofits, start missions and movements with, and make sure that your core values are aligned tremendously in the beginning. Not saying that that won't change, but check in every once in a while. Don't think just because we started this way that we're going to finish this way. Mm -hmm. So check in with all of the characteristics that we mentioned earlier and make sure your power coupleship <laughs> includes a superior love <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that can stand the test of time. A hundred percent. Yes, definitely. So let me go over very quickly the characteristics of a power couple. Number one. Their strengths are your weaknesses, and your weaknesses are their strengths. Number two, make sure you're growing together. You don't have to have the attitude of, um, I'll just go find someone who's on my level. Like I said earlier, the easiest thing you can do is outgrow someone. But the challenge comes, and greatness is made when you're willing to coach, teach, and bring that person with you, right? Um, next, support. Support is a huge characteristic of a power couple. How are they supporting even your core values that you guys might not share? Number four, see your potential and areas of opportunity. They see your potential and areas of opportunity and they speak to them and they breathe life into them. And lastly, you're more powerful together than you are apart. As always, guys, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of professionally fit radio for this and all past episodes you can go to professionallyfit.co and be sure to search for us on itunes or apple Podcasts. just search for professionally fit and then a client of mine just told me about Castbox. so if you have an android phone you can search for all your podcasts on cast box just download that from your app store so we are here and available again professionallyfit.co if you're looking to up level your health wellness and or entrepreneurship game until next time be well superior love wishing it to you all peace <laughs>